The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome to episode 49 of In The Corner here on SJP World Media. I am, of course, Benny Mac. Welcome to the show. We are barreling towards WWE Backlash. One of the matches, at least, is uh, almost confirmed. I would say it's pretty much in the bag at this point. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. We all saw that coming, let's face it. Question is, where does it go? Which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. You may be aware. Conspicuous by his absence, Tyler is not with me this week. He's not feeling very well at the moment. He's a bit under the weather, so I just want to give him a shout out and say, uh, get well soon, buddy, and we'll hopefully talk to you very soon. Um, yeah, raw. I'm going to be talking a bit, a bit raw, obviously. Um Try and get those SmackDown shows out again, but, uh, you know, a lack of time at the moment, but we'll get there. Um, also want to draw your attention very quickly to something that's not on SJP World Media, but my uh, Paranormal Junkie podcast came out uh, last week for the first episode. The response has been amazing. I very much appreciate that, and the people that have listened, um, very more, com- uh, a lot more coming soon. I've got a couple of guests lined up for that show. So if you like anything paranormal... Um, look out for Paranormal Junkie with Benny Mac, myself, and it's uh, more of a, they're not all going to be like it, but the current episode out at the moment is more like a documentary-esque style, uh, trying to set the tone for you and get these people to tell their stories, and we'll also look at some other famous stories as well, but as you well know, this is a wrestling podcast here on SJP Raw Video, so we'll uh, crack on with a bit of that. So yeah, Raw this past Monday, Um, do you know what? There was a lot of wrestling this week, and it has been since, well, for a while, actually, three hours. But overall, <laughs> I actually enjoyed this Raw. Um, the only segment, really, that was a bit kind of, it feels very forced at the moment, is unfortunately the Chelsea Green, Sonny Deville, um, uh, Meachin, and Candice LeRae. So, I mean, Chelsea Green and Sonny Deville, I think they're actually a great team going forward, but I would really love to have seen. More of Carmella and Chelsea Green. I think I already said this on the podcast. I think that would have been a cool. But hopefully she comes back soon. And maybe, maybe we can have Chelsea Green, Carmella and Sonny Deville as like a, a little faction, a little stable. I think it'd be really good. Um, but Chelsea Green and Deville go on to earn a shot to the Women's Tag Team uh, Championships against Raquel and uh, Liv Morgan. Obviously, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan are the new women's tag team champions of WWE. Obviously, that was more about getting the titles off of Lita and Becky. Um, and there's still a lot more we can learn about Rodriguez. And obviously, we know about a bit Liv Morgan, but the motivation between those two teaming up at the moment, I don't know enough about Rodriguez to, you know, I'm not talking NXT, I'm talking main roster. So anybody that's seen her on the main roster that may have not watched NXT, a bit like myself, I needed a bit more of uh, information about what she's about and uh, who she, you know, what kind of, she seems, you know, she's that smiley baby face at the moment, so I don't know much about her, so I need a bit more of that, basically. Um, 
before I go too far into the raw of what happened this past week, um, there's only real two things I want to talk about off raw this past week, even though there was some good wrestling involved. But, that, you know, we'll go through all the matches just so you're aware of what went down and uh, ready for SmackDown and obviously what's coming up uh, on, I think it's May 6th for Backlash uh, in uh, Costa Rica, which is going to be really cool, to be fair. Costa Rica? Anyway, <laughs> wherever it is, <laughs> I'm saying that. Cute. Oh, God, hang on. I've got to Google this now while I'm live here. We're not going to edit this out. Why not? There'll be a backlash. What, uh, Puerto Rico. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I should know that before I come on. I had. I don't know why I had Costa Rica in my head. That's really weird. Uh, anyway, moving forward quickly uh, would be... So, um, according to Wrestling24... Um, as a report that Triple H is actually in charge of the booking going forward, um, even though there's been a lot of talk about Vincent Mann possibly taking the reins and stuff. Again, this is what they're reporting. Again, we have no idea. You know, it's Webosphere stuff. We have no idea. But apparently, the draft will mark Triple H's era, even though we've seen quite a bit of uh, the stuff. But apparently, once the draft is um, complete, it's maybe after Backlash, we're going to have this WWE draft. Um, Costa Rica, I can't believe they said that. But there we go, <laughs> moving forward. Um, but according to this report, apparently a lot of people are buzzing and very happy about this draft. Um, a lot of the people are considering, as I've already said, um, this is Triple H's uh, WWE going forward. And um, apparently, the yes. So actually, no. It's going to be taking place before Backlash. Uh, so April twenty eighth, SmackDown apparently will be mark the start of the draft, and then we'll have May first, Raw in uh, Texas. Of also, we're going to have a um, a draft as well. So it's going to be done over Fox and USA. So going to be interesting to see what happens going forward there. But apparently, all of the rosters, including NXT, are up for... So there could be some debuts here going on from NXT onto the main roster. But apparently, it's been considered a clean slate and a blank canvas. Um, And apparently, it's going to turn to Triple H's style uh, going forward. So whether that's true, again, that's what Wrestling 24 are reporting. Um, Hopefully, it's true, and I'm looking forward to see what happens. Um, Again, not everything in the last... Nine ten months has been amazing, but I think as a whole, the the product WWE main roster product at least has been a lot better, a lot more enjoyable to watch. Now, admittedly, that a lot of that is because of the bloodline, Sammy and KO and all that kind of stuff going forward. But you know, so and that seems to be continuing at the moment. We haven't seen Roman the last few weeks, not really. Uh, yes, he was in allegedly the well the main event of Raw a few weeks ago, but. It didn't happen because Brock attacked Cody. So that's what we're going to move on forward. So let's just quickly go through Raw. Um, Trish explained her attack on Becky Lynch. Uh, Stratus accused Lynch of taking too much credit for the women's revolution. Um, in WWE, and do not thank her for opening the door for Lynch's generation to become major players in WWE. Now, that's paraphrasing it. That's a short version. But it's basically what me and Tyler talked about last week on the show. Um, that basically it was jealousy, uh, ego. Um, so yeah. And she does, uh, although the commentator did give it away before Trish actually said it, but um, in, uh, Kevin, uh, is it Patrick, um, did say it on the commentary just for, you know, 
watching it for a while. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory ended up in a no contest thanks to Bronson Reed getting involved. Um, they're building Bronson Reed in Bobby Lashley. I'm wondering if this is going to be a match at uh, Backlash. Um, pretty good response of it last week when it went to a no contest and they, the fans were like cheering and wanting it to be um, wanted it to be uh, to carry on basically is what I'm trying to get at. So I'm distracted ladies and gents because as soon as I've hit record every noise you can imagine is coming. I don't know if you can hear it. There's an ice cream van going on somewhere back over there. <laughs> so much going on. Yeah, in uh, Puerto Rico not Costa Rica that's going to be the ongoing joke now isn't it? Um, but I, you know, again, the only match we know for definite that's going to happen, well, actually, not to lie, actually, we're going to have a six-man tag team match, Uso Sokoa uh, taking on Sammy and uh, KO and Matt Riddle. Uh, I believe they're defending the tag titles. See, I thought they defended the tag titles at Backlash. Maybe, I think it's happening on SmackDown. It may be happening the week after. Um but either way, should be quite good. Um, Matt Riddle's looking really good, actually, since he's come back. Although his return was... I think people were expecting a... No offence to Riddle. I think people were expecting a bigger return, especially when Miz got the best of him. There was a Randy chance. A lot of people want Randy Orton back, obviously. That's going to be a big pop. Whether we see that anytime soon, it doesn't look like it. But do you know what? If we're being fed false info, do you know, I don't care. Because if he comes back at Backlash, what a pop that will be. Um but what a moment that will be. I'm just hoping he doesn't come back and just RKO okay, Riddle out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> at least not straight away. I'd like to see those two team a bit longer, to be honest. RK okay, Bro was pretty cool. Um, one of the matches on Raw this week, um, before it even took place, got a lot of criticism. And it was Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Now, again, we've seen these two go at it quite a lot. So I understand why people are a bit like, oh, Really? This was one of the matches of the on the card of the night, I think, for me personally. It was really good. Maybe because there was that thing of um, people were looking like who was going to suck because it's we've seen it so many times. They put on a good match. And actually, Miz doesn't get enough credit for my liking, but there we go. It was a really good match, actually. Um, um, for, for, for the matches that were on the card, it was one of the matches of the one of the better matches of this week. Match tonight may be a bit of a stretch, but it was good. Um, Dakota Kai uh, took on Bianca Belair. Uh, Bianca Belair actually defeated Dakota Kai with the KOD. Um, Io Sky, who earned a title shot last week, was ringside with Bailey to watch the third member of Damage Shock come up short against the Raw Women's Champion. Um, again, not been announced. I Under the assumption that Io will take on Belair at Backlash, but again, it's not been announced yet as I sit here recording. That would make sense. I don't see a clear path for Seth Rollins at the moment. I mean, where does he go? I mean, where does Seth Rollins go from here? Even The Miz at this point, where does he go from here? Is this match good enough they have this past week worthy of a bit of a rivalry again? Leading into Backlash? I don't know. It does feel like we are a little bit stagnant-ish because we're waiting for the draft. So maybe they don't want to give away too much too soon. They've still got a match card to put together for Backlash. Like I said, two matches have been announced. I'm under the assumption that EO will take on Bel Air there, but again, not been announced. There is stuff going on on SmackDown, obviously. So obviously the weeks are ticking off. It's the 19th today, so I think it's the 6th. So 
not too long to wait. So we'll see, I guess. But um, yeah, it's probably the two biggest things from this week's Raw was literally Cody uh, calls out Brock, wants a fight. They did the typical, um, I say typical to a degree, the typical pull apart a little, but they didn't because Brock came out with a longer jacket on a, a, a different sort of cowboy hat, had a slightly different look about him, more of a smug look. And instead of Brock being restrained, it was Cody. So that was a different take on it for a change. I would actually quite like to see this where Cody maybe gets reprimanded for what he did because Adam Pearce tried to stop him. And for and then maybe have Brock on Raw. Maybe have Cody come out and attack. But it's good that they don't necessarily fight straight away. Uh, I think... As of right now, by all accounts, Roman is not going to be around as much and probably we might see him on SmackDown and stuff, but in terms of defending the title, they might change this. Obviously, the draft is coming up. The general sort of like consensus is that either Roman is going to lose the title at SummerSlam or WrestleMania next year. So this leaves Cody. If we actually break Cody's comeback down... He came back at Mania last uh, last year. Had some great matches against Seth Rollins. Helena Sal, one of the better modern day ones that I've seen. Um, and then was gone because of an injury. Fair enough. Came back and won the Rumble. So, not many matches in. It actually makes sense for Cody not to win the title. Also an opportunity for WWE to get Roman to hit so many days in this championship run. They could end it at SummerSlam. Or do they wait to Mania? So the general consensus is, I think, we either see it change at SummerSlam. At the moment, it's looking like Cody could be the guy to to defeat Roman. That seems to be the general consensus, and I would agree with that at the moment. Um, Maybe a Seth Rollins, but it feels too much like a Cody story not to have him beat Roman. I've already said it on the show. A lot of people say Jey Uso should be the one to beat Roman. Now, I, I, there is a case for that, but I genuinely think that once this is all, whether Jay inadvertently or on purpose costs Roman the title, their rivalry going forward, if they do, which I'm assuming they will, Roman versus Jay has to happen at some point. The way Roman has treated Jay over this last two years, two and a half years, doesn't necessarily need the championship. Don't get me wrong, it would be good if we saw it. But I do believe Cody is the guy at the moment, right here, right now, the one to dethrone Roman. But what this leads to is, when we get to Backlash, does Cody beat Brock first time? I don't think so. I think this might be a, maybe a trilogy of matches, or maybe a two. Cody's going to have to outthink Brock, because even though Roman's the guy that has beaten uh, Roman... Sorry, Roman beat Brock, sorry, eventually. Brock Brock is still that person that Roman is... You can see when he... Well, anybody gets in the ring with Brock. You can see that they're kind of like, yep, this is going to be a fight. So the fact that Brock can't have a championship match, what, championship match while Roman's champion gives us opportunity here to see Cody versus Brock. Now, I think it's going to be a close fight at Backlash. Um... I think Cody's going to look good, but I think ultimately Brock's going to walk out winner, and I don't think it will end there. I think it will go on a bit further, because um, I believe it's Backlash. 
Um, I should have looked at this beforehand. Back is it? Uh, I can't remember if it's um, is it Money in the Bank after? I know Money in the Bank's in London. Maybe Crown Jewel. I don't know. I'm gonna have to for next week. I will look those up. But my point is, I don't think Cody is necessarily gonna beat Brock at Backlash. I think this is a longer story here. And so here's my logic. Cody loses to Brock at Backlash. They have a rematch. And then Cody can beat Brock. But also, if you look at this, Roman, he couldn't compete. He couldn't defeat Roman the first time. So that almost sets a precedent that actually it might take Cody twice. Obviously, with the Cody thing at WrestleMania, there was Sokoa, the Usos, and all that. So that's a bit more of a thing. It's going to be interesting anyway. Well, uh, you know, obviously, we'll talk about this more. We got, we'll put our predictions in close to the time once we got the card a bit more, once we know exactly what's going on. At the moment, right here, right now, I don't see Cody beating Brock at Backlash. I believe this is going to go a bit further than just one match. Maybe it's a double KO. Maybe it's a DQ. I don't know. But I just don't see Cody necessarily winning. It's going to be a hell of a match, I think. Now, whether that means it lasts 10 minutes or 25 minutes, I don't know. But I think it will be... Fans are going to be into it. I'm into it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It also distracts us from... <laughs> keeps um, Cody away from Roman a bit longer. Because again, as I sit here right now, I believe Cody is the guy to beat Roman. Just not quite yet, basically, is what I'm getting at. Um, probably the biggest thing of the night. We opened the show with the Bloodline and Judgment Day making a making a deal to work together to for the Judgment Day to take out KO and Sammy and for the Bloodline to defeat, uh, take on Rey Mysterio. So take on each other's opponents. And there was a real cool moment between Rhea Ripley and Solo Sokoa where they just stared at each other. And it wasn't like a, they like each other. It was a, because they're essentially both groups, I don't want to say muscle, but they're like the person that's a problem solver then. We'll go that way. It was actually really cool. Um, the main event was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Riddle taking on Damian Priest, Finn Balor and Dominic Mysterio. Obviously, we're going to see the uh, KO, Sami and Riddle take on um, the Bloodline at uh, Backlash. So this is like a nice little preview. Um, Solo Sokoa earlier in the night did manage to beat Rey Mysterio with a Samoan spike. Um, the LWO managed to save Mysterio from a beatdown, though. I li- I'm liking the LWO at the moment. It's a nice way of having sort of good guys, bad guys, and all these sort of uh, stables come together. And obviously Triple H is like the king king of stables, let's face it, DX evolution <laughs> and stuff like that. So it makes sense. And I quite like having these little groups together. It feels like there's a bit more of a divide backstage and allies and enemies because up until now, for years most of the time you don't know who's friends with who there's a few little short-term things that used to happen but generally you don't really know who was with who or even care actually whereas now the lwo is obviously uh rekindled it's relatively new so that's still got work to do and legada del fantasma obviously with Rey mysterio with that um eventually i see that going you know a different way but um so it's going to be interesting going forward with the draft, whether all these groups are still together. So this might be a good opportunity to get them all to fight each other because they might, in, you know, 
end of April, beginning of May, this WWE main roster NXT, the whole lot is going to look allegedly a lot different. So we'll see how it pans out. I kind of want them with the draft to do the matches um, and who gets drafted that way. Like matches matter. So Raw, you know, if Raw wins a match, they go to Raw. If SmackDown wins a match, they go to SmackDown. Um, it does say only Raw and SmackDown are doing the draft. It's a shame that NXT, maybe, maybe they should do something on NXT as well. But obviously we'll see how that goes goes forward. But the Judgment Day couldn't quite get the job done. But as Raw went off the air, <laughs> literally LWO, Judgment Day, the bloodline, just a massive brawl. This time in ages, I was watching Raw and I'm like, I don't want this to end. I want to see this play out. But unfortunately, it went off the air with chaos, which is good, actually. And even though, again, the the show is like three hours long, with adverts, obviously, um, for the first time in a, in a long time, because you know how much I moan on this show about how long that show, <laughs> the roar is, it didn't didn't feel like it. I wanted more. So, and I can I only I normally only say that about SmackDown, in fairness. So, um, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good week on Raw. Um, I think the Miz Seth Rollins match got too much flack before it even happened. It was actually a really good match. Uh, I'm enjoying the KO Sammy Riddle team up um, stuff like that. I'm enjoying even actually Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai was because it's a fre- almost a fresh matchup. It was really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, Damage Control, I think, is windling its way out. I think we are going to see maybe Bailey and uh, whether EO Sky beats Bianca Belair, I don't know. Or maybe there's a where Bailey tries to get involved to try and help EO and it costs her the title and you know, Bianca Belair retains. I don't know. We'll see. Bobby Lashley um, against Bronson Reed. I actually want to see that. I think that could be a really good match. Austin Theory is on fire at the moment. So... I'm just looking forward to SmackDown, basically. There's so much stuff. Trish Stratus, uh, no Becky Lynch here this week, so she's uh, you know building that up. Um, is that going to happen at Backlash? Again, quite possibly. We'll have to wait until either SmackDown or Raw next week, I assume, to find out whether um, whether that's going to go forward. But yeah, by the sounds of it, based on what I said at the top of the show, by, by according to 24 Wrestling, it sounds like Triple H is... Um, era is right around the corner according to that report so maybe maybe vince isn't actually in charge like everybody thinks but we'll have to find out um short and sweet this week thank you very much obviously myself waffling about stuff in costa rica (laughs) kind of stuff i messed up there but there we go it is what it is um plenty of other shows on sjp raw media rsh tonight as well will be on sjp raw media so many other shows and we'll be back this time next week for some more in the corner thank you very much see you again soon